I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! You're laughing. Yeah, I can't. You're looking at me funny. I can't wait to hear what comes out of your mouth. But I can't help saying chip chip. Oh my God. Ain't that the truth? Oh man. Folks, if you are new to this podcast, Max decided chip chip was was the best way to start the episode. Now he sings chip chip mm-hmm. yeah that's episode, what we're doing episode three of our podcast is where chip chip came out of my mouth and i ran with it and it and evolved it evolved i want to apologize i'm a little stuffed up this episode i don't normally sound like this but i did make him some homemade chicken noodle soup that i swear changed our lives can you just please tell me how good it was i, I really need to hear that affirmation i think bob would be in awe of you. Oh my gosh. This is my love language. Yeah. Compliments from Bob. Yeah. Yep. He's the ultimate. He's the ultimate. And we are going to be talking a lot about food and Bob because welcome to episode 60 something of Bob's Credits, Dawn of the Peck. It's a Thanksgiving episode, which we'll get into. We are recording it a week before Thanksgiving, a few days before Thanksgiving. Um, a week. Yeah. And this is going up Thanksgiving weekend, this episode. So you guys have hopefully had an amazing Thanksgiving. You have had an amazing meal. Maybe you had to pick up your aunt and drag her in a, in a cat kitty pool through snow for an hour. You're oh, a-, a little reference to another episode. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, speaking of that. We have been binging Thanksgiving Bob's episodes, as you probably have too, because right now, live on our Patreon, is... We did a definitive ranking of the best Bob's Thanksgiving episodes, including the newest one from season 12. So, So if you're not ready to let go of Thanksgiving, probably like Bob, um... 
go check that up. If you if you want to unlock the tons of extra episodes we have on Patreon, that is our $5 tier. Um, but before we get started, I want to chat a little bit about our Patreon, if you're cool with that, Max. Yeah, let's talk about it in just a second. But first, I want to thank some of our new Patreon subscribers <gasps> who... Exciting. If you subscribe to our Patreon at a certain tier, I am going to burger pun your name. So for our first Patreon subscriber... Thank you, Erica Batista. You are now the Air Ricotta Batista Burger. Ooh, love some ricotta cheese. Yeah. Um, love Erica, too. Thank you, Erica. Your burger sounds delicious. I know. Ooh, um, you could put some garlic in that ricotta. We also have Catherine Dethridge, who is now the Catherindian Spiced Dethridge Burger. Ooh, like a little curry powder or something? Yeah. And finally, we've got Charlotte Evans who is now the Charlotte Eggvins Burger. Wow. But I said to any of our previous Patreon subscribers that if they didn't get a burger pun name and they wanted one to let us know, and our uh, super fan Aaron Matthews wants a pun, and she is now the Gruyeren Matthews Burger. A classic. Love it. Yeah. So we that's got some all. good burgers here. Yeah. So if you want your name punned, go over to our Patreon, subscribe to the right tier. We have three tiers on there now. Um, as Skylar mentioned, if you want bonus episodes every month, we do two every month, but we're shooting to do more. We want to do more. We're having fun over there. Um, that's $5 a month. If you just want a shout out, if you want kind of like access to bonus stuff in the future, it's $3. And will they get will they get a burger pun name with the $3 yes, tier? Yes, they okay. will. And if you here, here's here's the thing, some people don't want to spend money every month. We understand that, or you don't have the money to spend every month. But if you love our podcasts, you want to give us a little bit of support. You have a buck to toss away every month. Um, we have just like a tip jar on Patreon for one dollar a month. You know, we we work very hard on this podcast. We do it for free. We do it. Um, because we enjoy doing it. We enjoy building this audience and chatting with you. So it's just an option if you want to kind of like show us some love in our Patreon. So our Patreon is really what keeps this podcast going. Um, our time and resources we spend on this. So it would just mean the world to us if you subscribed at any tier. And of course, it's patreon.com slash Bob's credits. In fact, if you wanted to press pause on the podcast, go sign up and then come back and listen you can do that you Absolutely. have our eternal love and support but if you're just like waiting on bated breath for a little bob pun or max pun that's okay too because we're going to get into it right now these puns skylar are all themed thanksgiving themed you know it your first pun is the plymouth rockford burger oh so like rockford red what is that? Rockford's a cheese. Rockford? But it, it sounds like it's a little off. Roquefort. 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 The Plymouth Roquefort Roque. burger. Um, Bob? Yes, because I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Your next pun is play it again, yam. Bob. Yes. She's two for two, folks. Hang in there. We got two more coming. Your next pun is the turkey to my heart burger. You. Yes. I love that one. And it can be like a little Thanksgiving leftover burger. Yeah. 
It's it sounds delicious. There's one of those at Disneyland right now, and I want it so badly. I want it too. Yeah. A lot, a lot of places do those now. Like I think, like Panera and oh, we can get some. And your final pun is oh, I gotta sing this one. Oh 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 the right stuffing burger. I don't know that song. It's a New Kids on the Block song. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess Max then. It, yeah. Oh, wow. Four for four. Oh, my goodness. Killing it this Look week. Look at me. Um, without further ado, we've already said that. What's a new? So many ados. Without, Much to without, do about nothing. Without Chip Chip um, we should get in this episode. I am so excited to get into this episode. Me too. Skyler? Can we have the title and synopsis for Season 5, Episode 4, please? My pleasure. This episode is Dawn of the Peck, which is a pun for... Oh, I caught him while he was drinking his coffee. I, every time you go into your synopsis, I'm like, I've got like a good like 30-second period to go grab a swig of something, and you caught me off guard there. All right, title, Dawn of the Peck, which is a pun of Dawn of the Dead. You could even reach that it might be Shaun of the Dead. Love that movie. And the synopsis is, it's Thanksgiving Day, and Linda is off to her turkey trot, and the kids to have some full-price fun on half-priced Wonder Wharf rides. Not thrilled with the plan, Bob refuses to cook Thanksgiving dinner, and he is totally fine with that. Not sad at all about cooking. He's so okay with it, he busts out his sweatpants, a stiff drink, Reed drinks, and his old friend Donna Summer. It's a pretty good day until he catches a glimpse of his beloved baster. Meanwhile, the family is stalked by 500 rogue turkeys in a zombie apocalypse parody. Teddy and Linda, their brave leaders, Andy Ollie, regular size Rudy, and the Belcher kids along for the ride. Literally. They get stuck on a ride. The scramble pan, to be exact. I got a little carried away with that synopsis. I had so much time to take sips of coffee in that one. You should have waited. I know. I really ruined it. <laughs> this episode came out on November 23rd, 2014. It was written by Lizzie Molyneux and Wendy Molyneux and directed ah. by Tyree Dillahay. Wonderful. Love a Molyneux sister episode. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Okay. Tell me. Tell Bef- me the things. Before we go into the episode let's talk bob's thanksgiving just in general just some of the best episodes of the series just just because of bob's passion Uh uh-huh for preparing a turkey and this perfect thanksgiving dinner it just makes it perfect for this show i think that bob's unhinged love for thanksgiving is my favorite running joke of the series like period i love it do you um, relate to Bob and his... Yes. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but and, and we just binge-watched a whole bunch of Thanksgiving episodes. And Bob might be my favorite character at this point just because of these handful of episodes. I have to say that in this episode specifically, mm-hmm. I've never related to Bob more, and I relate to him <laughs> constantly throughout the series, but... The day he has where he is just sitting in his sweatpants. I got to interrupt you. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) 
the sweatpants. In my notes, I have the sweatpants in huge, bold lettering. Are you going to tell a story about my pants? We've already told your story about the pants, about your comfy pants. Um, so I'm, we're not going to redo that story. But these, I can't tell you how much I love these sweatpants. Those are what sweatpants should look like. They are loved and lived in. I love everything he does in this episode. I love that he loves the quiet during Thanksgiving. I love that he just wants to sit there and cross his legs without his kids making fun of him for crossing his legs. <laughs> I love that he gets himself a little bit of whiskey and enjoys some while he puts on some music. Not uh, a little whiskey. A lot of whiskey. A lot of whiskey. It, just, it is. He does get pretty, pretty toasted. I think what is also so satisfying about this B story is that we don't get to see Bob alone very often. Like if you have three kids and a partner, you're not going to be alone very often. So as an audience, it is so satisfying. And I'm just like, yes, Bob, you do you. And I particularly love the scene where he discovers the baster. And I love the conversation. And it sounds like he ran into an ex at the airport or whatever. It's it's so good. And what about the main storyline? This this attack of the turkeys, this um, attack of Wonder Wharf, and then attack of uh, attack Avenue. attack on Ocean Avenue. So this episode was never my favorite Thanksgiving episode because I like turkey in a can so much. But after researching it, watching it again, it has grown on me so much. And I'm, I don't want to call myself stupid. I'm really trying not to, but I was kind of a passive watcher of this episode. It, I don't think I really noticed what the title of the episode was. So I wasn't looking for all the zombie movie references and parodies. And so when I got hooked into that this time that we watched, it, it elevated it so much for me. Like this is, it, it takes every trope of a zombie movie and puts it in this. I agree. Even up to the point where they end up in a supermarket at the end, which I feel like every zombie movie, they end up in like an empty <laughs> supermarket. It's so weird. Yes. And it's like very apocalyptic and creepy. Like when Bob walks into the supermarket alone. Um, and then when they put the teddy bears on and they're like, they're brave and come out. It, it really felt like zombie land to me. So I really love that. And I think what I really love there are so many great one-liners in this episode, and I actually have two favorites. If you wanted to listen to them, or oh, I can, yeah. or I can describe them. No, let's yeah, let's hear them. Hey, regular-sized Rudy, I didn't know you were a scrambling man. I'm not usually, but since my parents are divorced, I gotta have two dinners, so I'm trying to make myself throw up breakfast. Do you find that line, regu that regular-sized Rudy line, as funny as I do? It's hilarious. It, it's hilarious. Thanks. And before we get into the next one-liner, you want to point out, I want to mentioned now that we hear we've already heard regular size rudy and andy and ollie this part of what makes this episode so good is that we've got all these appearances of these uh recurring uh characters that we've come to love it's Amen. such a good collection we um, even have the rollerblade dude yeah yeah he goes by doesn't he just say like happy turkey day or something like that or i think that's a different episode oh. there's the turkeys pulling off his speedo oh. he's being attacked <laughs> he's like the copper tone baby exactly um so in this episode, we have, as we heard, Andy and Ollie are back. So we get the Silverman sisters back doing the voices. We heard regular size Rudy. So Brian Husky is back. 
We have Mickey, who we love, and Bill Hader is back. Um, uh, oh, 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 there was a whole Mick, uh, Mickey gate where Bill Hader couldn't do Mickey's voice in the most recent season. And so Lauren Bouchard, the creator, tried to do his voice and it was did not go over well with the fans, the fans. No, I we had one fan DMS and they were just like, I'm still trying to recover from that moment. Anyway, we will probably do a whole Patreon episode. We are because we did do or on Patreon the the evolution of Mickey and uh-huh. this all happened right after we recorded that. But so I think we have to kind of like do like a an addendum to talk about it that whole situation. Must be addressed. We can play the two different versions when they like re-release it with My a heart. different Mickey voice. Oh yeah. Okay, keep going. Anyway, we also get uh, the fish odors are back, so we get Kevin Klein and Zach Galifianakis. And uh, reporter Olson Benner, where one of our favorites, Pamela Adlon, she's the, they're they're all back in this episode. It's great. I also have that Brendan Small rep- reprises his role as the animal control guy from Sacred Cow. Oh, so way in season one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. So. Turkey in a Can is such a fantastic Thanksgiving episode, but it's very all about family. It's very insular. Like you're in that apartment. It almost feels claustrophobic, like when you have too many relatives over. So then I really appreciate this episode being the next episode because they didn't try and do the same thing. They really went for it. Um, and I, I think they took a risk and it really paid off. Um, and some, the reviewer from the AV Club made a really good point. He said that he loved the turkeys and that what's interesting is that this isn't something you could do in live um, TV. So I think it was a, it's a huge undertaking, but it's something we wouldn't see on any other show, which I love. Um, and when I say it's a huge undertaking, do you want to point out that little glitch that you discovered. Oh, there was a certain glitch where the turkeys are chasing the crowd through Wonder Wharf, and a turkey's head just pops up over. It, there's turkeys popping up everywhere, and a head pops out of like a character's neck or like face. <laughs> and we have seen this episode so many times, and Max was like, oh my God, a, t- a turkey came out of that person's neck. I've never caught like a mistake or a glitch on the show the way that like. Other the fans hard, do. Yeah, diehard yeah. internet um, sleuths have. Yeah. So I, was, I got excited. I was very proud of you. I, I live a simple life. <laughs> it's the simple pleasures in life, man. Yeah. If Bob's have, has taught us anything. Um, but it, I think, you know, that glitch really speaks to how hard this must have been for the animators. So thank you, animators. I think this is a fantastic episode. I, I agree. Do you have any more fun facts for us? Um, I'm not going to let this go. I I really want to hear my second favorite line. Oh, yes. Andy yeah. and Ollie. He's got to get off this thing. Andy, Ollie, you seem like you're up for a challenge of getting off the ride and shutting it down. We'll try anything. Yeah, I tried shrimp at my aunt's house. Great, go get it. That's it. I tried shrimp at my aunt's house. <laughs> I found that so funny. It's so funny. So a little fun fact for you is um, Teddy knocks over a snow cone stand and it's called the Tropic Cool stand and he knocks it over with the tickle boat. Um, this same snow, the same brand of snow cones um, was seen in the episode Ambergris um, where Sally uh, worked as the, the snow coat lady. Oh, is she a criminal like the other? I like can't Mickey remember. And, uh, the nose. 
I can't remember. Oh, uh, maybe she. I. It, it seems like all those things are a front for some kind of. I mean, it is the fish odors. True. <laughs> They're probably, probably in on it. Yeah. Um, and then this is a, a little fun fact for Archer fans. I personally think this is a reach. So if you are an Archer fan, I know we have some Bobs and Archer fans um, on our Instagram. Please DM us and let us know what you think. Um, Bob says to his baser, that's classic you, which is a very, you could put that phrase in any breakup scene, any anything like that. But the internet is telling me that this is a reference to Sterling Archer's line, that's classic her. I think this is a reach. Is this a nod to the fact that that um, John H. John Benjamin voices both? I'm going to say it's a reach. I think it's a reach. I think that's a pretty common saying. That's that classic it's enough you. That, yeah, that it's not necessarily archer specific yeah i think if they wanted to do a nod to archer it would have been a little more obvious right undeniable yeah there's definitely like an homage to hitchcock's birds going on paste magazine uh put that little thought in my head oh absolutely definitely here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating. They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Um... The last little tidbit I have to say is that when Bob signs the letter to his family saying that he's going to go to the grocery store, love forever, hoping that it will make him not sound drunk. I think that's the funniest line Bob has ever had. Yeah. Trying, if you ever try to write a note when you're drunk, I used to leave notes in college to myself 
when what? I was drunk really? to, sober, to sober me. But you're so old, it wasn't like notes on your iPhone. It was oh, just no. Like... You know, it was. if you wanted to leave yourself a note on your phone, it wasn't an iPhone back then. It was like 22255 to get the right But do right you even have a notes? Like, I guess you could text yourself. No, I'm, I'm too old for that. I didn't. So you posted I, I feel notes? like I didn't start ta- uh, texting until like my senior year of college. Max, I, I got to know about these notes. What did you say to yourself? Were they sticky notes? Uh, it could have been just on pieces of paper. You never did that. You got drunk and like left a note and you're like, whoa, I love this for myself. Are they inspirational messages? Well, sometimes Are like they... you like leave a water out for yourself and just says, hey, sober Max, you're not going to feel great in the morning. Here's some water I left for you. Nobody like, does oh, that. Oh, I'm very lonely. But that's adorable. <laughs> this is what Bob would do. So you're when he's telling home alone. me you didn't. You didn't do this when you were sober, knowing that you would be drunk. No, drunk Max took better of sober, sober Max than sober Max took of drunk Max. Whoa, my head's confused. Um. Okay, so you you stumble in. You're wearing your sweatpants. Well, who said I'm wearing my sweatpants? I'm filling in the blanks. I'm, so when I stumbled in from like being out, I'm in my sweatpants. You, no, no, no. You're stumbling into your bedroom. Okay. You've, yeah. You've put your sweatpants on. Yeah. And. You fill up a glass of water, put it by your bed, and say, I love you, man. Take care of yourself tomorrow morning. Yeah, if I was coherent enough to do that, yes. Okay. I would sometimes do that to, to leave a little note for myself. See, this podcast reveals new things. Yeah, I, maybe put some, like, a couple Advil next to your bed. Sorry, you know. Sorry for what I did tonight. <laughs> Take care of yourself in the morning. All right. You heard it here, folks. Hey, write yourself... Uh, sober notes, drunk notes, whatever. It's like having a special friend, a little, little imaginary friend. Should we get into the end credits? Maybe Gene's imaginary friend does that for him too. Yeah, I would, I would think so. Although I don't think Gene drinks. I'm, I'm thinking when he's like 25, he's still going to have this friend. Just leaving him Advil and sticky notes. Are you ready to get into these end credits? I am. Okay. I'm going to play the last few moments there's two scenes that kind of like go into the end credits we got the family is all at dinner with mickey and teddy and regular size rudy at their home and then we cut to the fish shoulders at dinner i'm just gonna play both because what bob says at the end of this dinner is relevant to the end credits and then we also like to play the like last scene before the credits fine i'm putting on donna summer though who's donna summer oh rudy you are gonna love her Mm. Mm. well felix should we do the wishbone yes i guess we should what was that? What was what? Come do the wishbone. Come, come on. No, no, no. I heard something outside. You didn't hear that? What was that? Come. I wish you would come do the wishbone. All right. I guess I win. I've been a my life, and I just want to let you know. So, we have uh, Bob introducing Rudy to Donna Summer, mm-hmm. who everyone knows Donna Summer. Uh, disco queen. Another... Great moment between Rudy and Bob. I would watch an episode where those two are paired up. Yeah, I mean, they were paired up in the museum episode, kind of. And yeah, he's Rudy's great. He's well, that's so lovable. Where he's, he really stole our heart is in that episode. Yeah. Donna Summer, you know, everyone knows. Looking for some hot stuff, baby. She so many disco hits. Disco queen. It makes sense that Bob would love to put on some Donna, Donna Summer after a, a couple drinks and just dance around to it. It sounds very like you. So then, I, I would put on some Donna. Let's put on some Donna Summer after this, and I'm gonna dance around. 
uh, while eating some pie cake in. Oh, God. We got a pie cake in. We've got to mention that on our Thanksgiving episode here. Tell tell the folks at home real quick what a pie cake in is. So a pie cake in is a pie and a cake in a box. And it is a layer of, I'll go bottom up, pecan. Pecan pie. Buttercream frosting. Yes. Yeah. Pumpkin pie. Yum. Buttercream frosting. Meh. A spiced moist cake. Yum. Buttercream. Some like apple filling on top. Apple pie filling on top. Oh. Matt. <laughs> well, I'm oh. going to cut a piece of that after this and put on some Donna Summer. I love and it. And we're going to, yeah. Wonderful. Enjoy this afternoon. Um, so then it goes to the fish owners having their, what I think is a depressing uh, Thanksgiving, but it's how the fish owners like it. At least at least um, Mr. Fish Odor, I think. Because he gets to sit at the head of the table. Come break the wishbone. Oh, that's pretty The good. wishbone. I love that he's so into the wishbone and <laughs> Felix is just hearing the noise coming from outside. And a turkey pops through their window and starts attacking them. We also have some like very creepy music, which also um, I meant to say this at the beginning of the episode, um, but I'm starting to see a very clear formula for Bob's. If the tone is a little bit darker, um, like that uh, OT the toilet ride, ride <laughs> um, episode. Wait, I would go on that ride. I, yeah, it's a Bob's Burgers mashup yes with you sit on ot the toilet yes and you fly through like ocean avenue and you read my mind wonder wharf but it still has the scent of the disneyland pine ride the et ride the et ride okay and let me ask you this disney i think now owns the rights to bob so come on people let's make that happen wait this is a good idea I think there needs to be a Bob's Burgers amusement park similar to the Simpsons at Universal Parks. Oh, a hundred million percent. Also, I sat on a I sat on a heated toilet the other day. It was a very nice. Did it sing to you? It didn't music? sing, but it opened by itself, and there was all these buttons, and it flushed for me, and it was like this whole thing, and I I started to understand Gene's attachment to OT. What would be your, if it did play music, what would be your request? Donna Summer. Singing? Donna Summer? Yeah. That's just because we're talking about her. <laughs> what would it be if you, if it wasn't, if we weren't just talking about Donna Summer? I feel like I want to listen to like Kiss from a Rose. Yeah. Seal? Yeah. A seal serenade on a heated toilet? The seal, a seal medley would be nice. Like a little bit of crazy. Wait. No, that's not what was in that episode, right? What? What music did it play? No, it was playing, I think it played Michael McDonald. Okay. Maybe some classic share. Oh. Do like which? you believe in love? Okay. Share's an interesting choice. Um. Anyway, my theory yes. is that when they do these darker episodes, um, like World War... Wait, what's the title of the first episode? Not uh, World War II one. Warf- Warforce is the yeah. first one. So they have a formula. They cut out the credits because they're too lighthearted. They cut out the beginning credits. They do not start with the family. Like OT, the outside toilet, it was that guy driving the truck with this. It's this creepy scene with the turkey shaking the trailer. Which I think is an homage to the beginning of Jurassic Park, by the way. Oh, it is? With the raptor, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, So then 
black screen title card of the episode. That is their formula for not as lighthearted episodes. And it really works because if you started those episodes with a, can you sing the beginning credits? Ding, ding, ding. No, I think you're onto it. Okay. <laughs> it just, it doesn't work. So keep an eye out for that formula. Um, they're always going to use that title card. No credits. Probably won't start with the family. But we are ending it on a lighthearted party of a end credit sequence. So when we go into the end credits, tell us what we see. Why did we hear that song playing? So it is the classic end credit sequences. We are in the kitchen. The girls are prepping. And Bob is prepping his burgers, too. But he's got a little groove in his hips. Bob is dancing the day away or night. I don't know what time it is. I assume it's maybe they... I assume they they cooked Thanksgiving dinner, and this is either the next day. Maybe Bob's still on his Donna Summer kick. He'd been listening to her all night, so he, <laughs> all he, night. Play, he played it over the restaurant, and now he's just dancing to her. I have a theory for this. Yeah. All right. So he cooks this amazing meal. Nobody wants to eat it. Linda's like, I'll make sauce. Hilarious moment. But my theory is that Bob is still drunk from the episode, and he says, we're not having a bowl of sauce for dinner. Let's go down to the restaurant. I'm cooking everyone burgers tonight. So I have a theory that, you know, Mickey and Rudy are in the restaurant. He's still drunk, which is why he is grooving. And he's like, you know what? I'm bringing my Donna Summer. I like your theory. I think you are 100% accurate. I take back what my guess was. And I think anyone who fights you on that, I will fight them like I'm a, a cycloptic turkey. Baby, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be the what's it, queen of the peckers? Yeah, yeah, classic you. Always I'm a, protecting. I'm always my pecking. honor. Yeah. Um. So that song is "Finger on the Trigger" by Donna Summer, and Bob's just singing in his uh, what's the what's that voice called? The your uh, your head oh. voice. Oh. <laughs> to it, should we listen to a little bit more here? Yes. great song oh my god so he's just really like shaking his hips side to side shaking his arms a little bit everyone else is doing normal stuff we get linda appearing in the service window waiting for the burger to be delivered um louise gives bob a little smile she does she's looking up at, up at him smiling i don't know Aww. and uh but no one else is really reacting they're just like that's just drunk dad what I love so much about, he's really dancing. He is not tapping his foot. He is not like self-conscious, aware of himself, Bob. No. He is going for it, which is so rare for these credits. Normally, he's the straight man eyeing these girls or not paying attention to his wonderfully loony wife. Yeah. So he gets to be Linda. He's always like, he's got it. He takes work very seriously. He takes Mm -hmm. cooking burgers very seriously. Mm -hmm. But it's it's great to see him let loose a bit. And you know he is 100% not self-conscious because when you sing in a head voice (laughs) at that volume, you don't give a fuck about what anyone around you thinks. No. You're you're just having fun. This is pure joy. So do you think they put the song on in the restaurant and he's singing? Absolutely. I think he broke out that CD. And he's like, we're all going to have burgers and we're listening to the Donna Summer for Thanksgiving. I love it. I let it go. <laughs> Mama used to tell me. Oh, I love this. Okay, what did he do there? We got some new moves. So um, 
during one of the lyrics, he like looks over to Louise. These, n- she's not looking back. Like no. <laughs> and then you you explain it. So he kind of like sticks one finger up, like he's like, um, "Don't go there, girl." Yeah, kind of like doing that. And then he does like he puts his whole hand up and kind of like does like a stop in the name of love thing towards but down his. his- hip like a car washing move yeah it's a very cool move actually it's great he's really getting into it he does a little burger flip also as someone who deeply loves cooking like i feel most myself when i'm cooking and bob loves cooking so much to be like dancing and singing and having so much fun while cooking oh my god this is he's in heaven what's your go-to cooking song Um, if you want to dance around I really, I love it when you, um, one time you put on like 90s classics. I, I like doing like old top 40s so when we're so cooking. So it's Kiss from the Rose again. Kiss from yeah. the Rose again. Yeah. I just, oh, I'm That's... just always putting on Seal. <laughs> Seal Seal's my Donna Summer. Oh. I used to have, because Seal songs are pretty long. They're at least like oh. four to six minutes-ish. Okay. And I, so I always used to have it on my iPod when I go work out and I'd secretly like be doing like this intense like lifting but I'd have like Aww. kiss from a rose or like You're crazy such a plane. complex human. Oh. Aww. I love me some seal. I do too. She said yeah, you got to come out smoking. Hit it with your best shot every time. <laughs> I just love hearing him sing it. I know. At the very end as Gene makes his appearance in his burger costume coming from the left side of the screen moving to the right. Uh-huh. Um, Bob kind of like starts doing like a fist pump. In the air. Yeah. And his voice gets like a little lower, I think. It's so good. Gene does not acknowledge his father. Tell me, why is Gene in his burger costume? Sometimes he just feels like getting down and putting his costume on in there. He's an enigma in the best way possible. Yeah, trying to figure out Gene is impossible. There's no, uh. There's no reason to even... There's no logic behind Gene. Which is why we love him. Yeah. Well, that was delightful. It was. Um, would you say these end credits are better than the episode itself or just like a perfect compliment? If I'm being honest, maybe a year ago, I might have said so. Um, and, uh, but now, absolutely not. A beautiful compliment. I am so glad it's not a turkey um centered credits this is what i want to see also i would say that you could have these credits out of context like there's mm-hmm. you could take them and put them on any episode and it's just like oh bob just like dancing to donna summer that's that kind of works it's um but yeah delightful. obviously it's a perfect compliment based on the running gag of donna summer and how much bob loves dancing to donna summer i'm so glad they had that line at the end of the episode with rudy too me too it's really great so, highlights and lowlights for you? I have no lowlights, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know I love, after a crazy episode, getting, getting back to like, oh, we're back in the restaurant and we're doing our thing mm-hmm. and just maybe one or two things is off. And just like we said, seeing Bob let loose is always, a, it's always a blast. Like, seeing Bob get to experience joy is always so fun for me. Uh, that's exactly my highlight, too. I do have one low light. Yes. What would make this perfect for me? Rudy, I want Rudy. Okay, okay, hold on. Let's let's go to Rudy in a second because now I'm like, yeah, I miss Rudy. Um, I want him in his sweatpants. Yeah, 
Yeah, that'd that be nice. That would really, I love those sweatpants. I think if like Rudy can't, I'd love to see Rudy dance into some Donna Summer. That might make it just a oh, little bit better for me. And he just introduced him to it. Yeah. Also, the fact that he is in his cooking pants, maybe it's not Thanksgiving night. Although I can see Bob being like, I need to put on, I'm, I'm a pro. Yeah, Bob's like, when pants. he's cooking, he's like Dexter. <laughs> Skyline and I have been binge watching Dexter and Dexter has a, out, a specific outfit he puts on when he kills Maybe Bob's like that. When he's cooking, he has a very specific outfit he has to be in. He I feel like that is so anything. Bob. Yeah. Can you just see him like wander, like still being drunk and Linda being like, it's fine. Come on. Come on. And he's like, I, I need my I need my burger pants. Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of a one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. <laughs> do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? My or? answer is locked in. So Why don't you just hit us with it. Ten. Ten. Okay. I'm going to go 9.5 just because thinking about the lack of Rudy, I would have loved, it would have just made it perfect if Rudy was dancing in there with him. I think they're perfect. I just take it down a tiny bit. Yeah. Thinking about Rudy coming in, swinging his arms or something would be so cute. He would be swinging his arms. Yeah. Um, I also think like, just seeing his head bobbing in the window, like even just like that he's not in the kitchen, but in the restaurant dancing, I think could be just like he could be dancing too. on the counter. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, And I'm just going to say it. Rudy is the sleeper hit of this episode. He has some fabulous lines. This episode would not be what it is without regular size Rudy there. Rudy is a sleeper hit character for me. Yeah. Like, I don't think he, the, my first watch, I don't think I appreciated him enough. We did not. Shame and on us. he is just phenomenal and so, such a great character. He, and it's yes. always lovely to see him in an episode. He's in my top five now. Definitely. For sure. Um, anything else we want to talk about? I just want to say um, thank you so much for creating oh. all those amazing burger pun names for our Patreons. I can't wait to keep doing those. Oh, of course. I, I can't wait to rack my brain trying to come up with different spices and vegetables and all the food all the food but, cheese but Lots hey of cheese. subscribe people i'll do it for your names i don't i don't need to sleep um and because it's thanksgiving and in the spirit of giving if you want to leave us a review on apple podcast it helps us so so much it can be three words it can say all right i love it you just gotta click the five star and then say <laughs> don't don't bribe anybody click they five can... star don't click anything else and then <laughs> say just like i love bobs <laughs> maybe maybe a little bit more context i love bobs and max and skylar and biscuit that would be fabulous um we're gonna get like 15 reviews it's like, i, I love, love bobs like periods yeah. in between them they're gonna be like they're spam spam botting us <laughs> we're taking this <laughs> podcast pod- down yeah and happy Thanksgiving, y'all. We will see you next week. And I'm going to leave you um, with a little with a little Bob reference. I'm going to say, stay on the sauce. Stay on the sauce. And I'm going to say, stay summery. Stay Donna summery. I love it. Yeah. We'll see y'all next time. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.